Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Mel is still under the weather, but uh, hopefully next week she will be back. But today I have my really good friend Doreen on um, and we I think the direction of this conversation will be kind of like relationships and uh whatever else comes up so welcome Doreen hey thanks for having me and thank you for always just like listening to our episodes and just oh it's so exciting this has been a long time coming and I'm so happy you're here yeah we have talked about this (laughs) for a long time and I've backed out a few times and then today was just the time to do it. So yeah, it all happens in divine timing. I was thinking about like when we met, do you remember like when it was, how long we were friends? Yeah, it was like over five years ago, I'd say. Oh my God, you're a lifer now. (laughs) You made it past three months. (laughs) That's usually Um, what happens. (laughs) um so Doreen and I always have these unfiltered and unscripted conversations uh we just never record it so this concept is not new to us um Doreen has helped me through so many things and she is just an amazing listening ear and now I'm excited for her to talk today and me to maybe listen (laughs) I think you have also done your fair share of listening to me and have also given me a lot of like beautiful words and advice when I, you know, really needed it and allowed me to also be challenged a bit and, uh, you know, ground myself a- and just come to some e- like evolution with friendships and relationships and I don't know, just business things like, yeah, we've just talked about it all. So I feel like our friendship is really like a a beautiful like give and take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in order for us to get into this, like, I would just like to talk about how we met and kind of formed that like, like our soul sister group, because I think it's very important. Um, so... I'll just say like how I see it and then you can add wherever you want. But um, so we had a very, we had a common interest. We both were teaching the same fitness class and um, it kind of just brought us like this, this small group together where I don't think any of us would have, our paths would have crossed. Um, well, except for like, I did know Alicia beforehand, but, and it's just weird because we're in a room full of strangers pretty much and I just felt this instant connection like my soul it felt like my soul had known all of you for much longer than a few minute interaction and I think that when we are in high school and when we have our friends it very much is surface level, you know, like maybe you have a common interest or you're in the similar proximity. So you just become friends or your, your kids are friends, so then you become friends. But this was like, this felt very divine. Like we were meant to meet and I, oh, I just got chills. And I hope that all of you listening get a moment like that, find friendship like that, that, that you, you connect with people that you do not have to translate your soul to like all of you guys just speak the same language as me and I can feel um I feel very open and vulnerable and able to express all of me and all of my woohoo everything without holding back and that has just been a beautiful gift yeah very much like as you described it right from the start we you know slowly started like chatting on the phone and getting to know each other and then oh we were like leading together or like we were like oh I'm in Stettler so I'm gonna come use your bathroom because I don't want to use the Walmart bathroom and like it just was like very comfortable like like maybe you were like I never grew up with sisters 
So like, it kind of felt like maybe like a sister relationship and which was very new to me. And um, yeah, as the rest of us all kind of gathered to just, I guess for lack of a better word, like gather and eat and drink, like we just were able to like open up about anything and everything. And I think the beautiful thing about that was we were able to do that and knew that there was absolutely no judgment. Like we knew we could walk away from that circle and eat every single one of those women in that circle was going to raise us up regardless of what, you know, we were going through or anything we said. There was just, it was really beautiful because there's just no judgment. We mm-hmm. accept each other for who we are. And, you know, when someone's not in that room, we are pumping their tires and we are raising them up and we are sending them all this like love and light and so yeah like I'm I don't know like 40 years of searching for that and uh it's it's I'm real just really grateful and thankful that we have this circle Mm -hmm. me too and not only are we pumping each other up and raising each other up we're also challenging each other too in a very loving way like I don't want people to think that like true true genuine friendship is just like someone that constantly is like oh my god you're so amazing no that's like obsessiveness like like Mm -hmm. when when like we challenge each other like you're like Keelan okay really we're going back here again I'm like I know I just need it for a quick (laughs) second yeah, we can give each other a, a reality check for sure. But like you say, like in a kind, a kind way that we're like, okay, just let me, let's come down a few levels here and mm-hmm. yeah, really look at that. And oh yeah, maybe that wasn't the best, you know, best decision, part of my journey. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to grow from it. Mm-hmm. So um, people often ask me like, how do I find these people? Like what? what do I need to do? Do you have any advice for them, Doreen? What would you say to someone asking that? You, I, I think the key is you have to have a, a really good relationship with yourself first mm-hmm. and understand like what you love about yourself. And when you focus on you and say things to yourself, like you are smart, you are strong, like look at yourself in the mirror, which is really hard to do. And you might not believe all the things that you're saying, but when it becomes like a little habit, then you start attracting like all those things into your life, you know, like the universe just starts putting them in your path. And it's your job to, to recognize that, like recognize those people that are crossing your path and kind of like, oh, someone so crossed my path today. And like we had a little chit chat about this or maybe I should reach out next week and we'll, we'll go for a walk, you know, like just kind of recognizing who you feel in alignment with but I don't know if you'll find those people if you're not in alignment with yourself and like know your core values and like staying true to yourself because I feel like for many years for me like I was a people pleaser and so I would you know want to force situations and insert myself and it always felt awkward and I knew that but I didn't know how to not do that and then I met you guys, <laughs> you know, that's when things started to come into realization, I guess. And like having these conversations about being in alignment with yourself, you know, doing that growth work, um, listening to different podcasts, reading different books, listening to like music, um, lyrics to songs can be so powerful and different lyrics hit you in different ways, depending on what you're going through. So all of those were like really healing tools that just help me along my way I'm just speechless I think that that is amazing advice and I think it's yeah I think you you get what you attract and if you don't know what you want and let's talk about the people pleasing like when you're in the people pleasing season of your life and attracting those kind of relationships like walk me through that well I think we grew up in an era where like from a very young age you're taught to do things for others like acts of service for others at a really young age 
And um, we know now that that's just taking away from, from your true self and living your like authentic life. And those are like words that I'm so happy to hear that are used like more and more. They're, they're just more common words these days. Um, but yeah, with people pleasing, I think every time you do some people pleasing, like it's good to help others, absolutely. But you don't want to take away from yourself when when you're doing that. Like you don't want to be resentful because you did something for so-and-so and then you're resentful for it afterwards. Like I, my love language is like gift giving. I love giving gifts. I love finding things to give to others. And that doesn't take away anything out of me. Like I'm living in alignment when those and I find those things and gift them and then I don't expect anything in return. Um, and I do enjoy helping other people do things as well. But it did take me a long time to also have some boundaries around that and also be like, nope, I'm not able to do that like today, you know? This is kind of my capacity or like this is where I draw the line, that kind of thing. Um, and that took a lot a lot of lessons too. Sorry about that, guys. We had some technical difficulties, and hopefully you can hear us better now. So, as you were saying, Doreen, people-pleasing. Um, I loved everything that you just you just mentioned. Like, it's it's very true. Very... It's a hard habit to break, though. Well, and I think um, a lot of people get worth, myself included, out of doing acts of service for others. You know, that... But eventually, I think you're going to get burned out of always doing things for other people and get to a point where you have to get back to you. So that relationship with yourself is the most important one in order to, you know, continue relationships with others and have healthy relationships, healthy friendships, healthy marriages, healthy, um, effective communication with other people, businesses teachers, you know, other kids, like I also teach piano to um, a bunch of amazing kiddos and yeah, being able to communicate with them like clearly and come down to their level, meeting them where they're at is um, it's just so important and to make them feel like heard and make them feel seen um, is it's, I'm just seeing so many like I'm seeing them grow, I guess, you know? And so when you do that, um, but I, I don't know, I wasn't always like that. I don't think, you know, mm-hmm. I think there was definitely like, I'm the teacher, you're the student, this is what we're doing, like kind of hard. And then, yeah, like after you have heal that relationship with yourself or like inner child and do some healing work, then things start to soften. And the big picture, like Jody Carrington always says, like, just be kind. Mm-hmm. and um yeah there's so many amazing things that happen when you when you keep that in the forefront of your mind mm-hmm. and we hear it all the time like I, I like I think all of like the podcasts that I listen to and all of the people I follow on social media it's like a broken record just prioritize yourself just do your self-care just blah 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 blah, blah. and you're like shut the fuck up but at the end of the day, like once you start doing it you're like oh I understand why people can't stop talking about this now mm-hmm. because um, as annoying as it may be, once you do it, like the ease that comes in to your life is unreal. And I think for so long, I feared that if I was by myself doing the work, however that looked like for me as an individual, that I would uncover things I didn't want to see or hear or that I've just buried so far deep. The thing is, is I was seeing that on a daily basis without knowing it. Like the universe was putting people in my, oh, for goodness sakes, um, putting people in my, my view as a reflection of what the things that I needed to work on. And so Mm -hmm. like, as deep as you think you buried this shit, you are dealing with it so much and it gets so exhausting like just take some time and go to an energy healer go to therapy go for a walk do whatever your soul is telling you to do and deal with that shit and once you do start dealing with that shit and unpacking it then the people that you start attracting you're like you can have relationships without chaos and drama 
what is this? You can have relationships where you're like actually wanted, not needed. Like people don't depend on you to fix all of their problems. They just, they want you. They want your energy. Um, And they want all of you, not just you and your good days. They want your bad days too. They want, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And I think I remember you asking me this, I don't know, a while ago, a long time ago, like, what would your perfect day look like? And I Mm -hmm. think I said something like, you know, waking up and being able to do a meditation, doing some journaling, because I think, um, like people get caught up in like, I don't have time for myself. And you know, like you can, you can do a two minute meditation, like literally on insight timer, I think it is like they have two minutes, like you can give yourself two minutes a day. Or if you like, I really like to journal and do like brain dumps. And like, sometimes I think I open my journal and like, this is what I'm going to journal about. And man, whatever comes out is like, absolutely not what I realized, but what I needed to get out. And that can, that can take so little time too, you know, like it can take as little or as long as you want. So, you know, like to get started on creating like just a little habit that will give you some momentum and in a healthy way is like, you can start so small, you don't have to start big and you don't have to do it every single day, but like you can do a little bit just to get going on it. And yeah, I think most people will notice some changes because then it will shift their mindset to those like in alignment thoughts and yeah then they're being more present and then you're able to see those things that the universe is throwing in your path like oh yeah I hadn't seen that before but it was probably there for like a really long time and you just kept passing it by mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I agree and the new habit that I've formed is I journal every day. I have this journal that actually has the dates and then I just journal every every night. And I mean, we're only about, what, 13 days in? But um, uh, what I noticed with that is the same thing. I'm like, okay, I, I go throughout my day and I'm like, tonight I'm going to journal about that. I'm so excited to talk about it. And when, by the time I get to my journal, it's something completely different because it's not me. It is my higher conscious. And mm-hmm. also what I realized is that these little micro things that happen in my life that I'm like, oh, you know, this person said this, not a big deal, moving on, blah, 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 blah. Oftentimes it comes um, up at night. And once I write it out, I'm like, oh, okay, no, that actually did hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel sad about that. And that's okay. Like, because yeah. I'm not here to please people anymore and I, I can have my own feelings. And what I've noticed is once I get all of this out, the last freaking breakdowns I'm having for no reason, because those breakdowns that I was having actually was, there was reason behind it because it's all of these micro moments building up and then causing an explosion. But if mm-hmm. I take time every night, which it takes me like, five, 10 minutes, maybe more or less if I want, um, they don't have a chance to build up because mm-hmm. I'm releasing them. I'm getting them out of my body and I'm yeah. honoring it. And I think for so long, we've been so scared of our feelings that we're just like, if, if I ignore it, it goes away. But science has taught us that it really doesn't go away. It gets stored in our bodies and yeah. then it shows up in our daily lives and our relationships and our health and all of the things. Well, you can't deny it anymore and you have to deal with it. Well, and I think with feelings, like one of the most important things about them is that all of your feelings are valid. We are like whatever we're feeling, like that's okay to feel that way. You know, like I grew up with people telling me like, you're too sensitive, like Mm -hmm. get over it. You're making a big deal over nothing. But you know what? Like so many things really hurt me and, and like, that was okay. That was me. But um, I've been able to realize like through journaling and whatnot, like the only way you can get rid of those feelings is to heal from them and is to like go through them and allow your body to to um, heal them and let them go. Because otherwise, yeah, those lessons just keep they just keep on coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to bring it all back, you you know, you had, you had some solid people in your life. You had great relationships, but they weren't like 
as in depth as they are now and Mm -hmm. the transition between that like you changed you didn't spend any time like you I think like from an outsider looking in just analyzing you and your relationships I think that and I think the same thing happened to me too that when you are in that people-pleasing role you're like oh, but I can help you. I can fix you. And it's like, it's a trauma response. Like if we keep on focusing on everyone else, we don't have to look within. And then when Mm -hmm. we realize that like, maybe you are helping people, but then you have that resentment because nobody's coming for you. And then when you find that shift of being like, okay, shit, maybe I have to take ownership of this and maybe I am the problem. And then you start working on yourself the people around you may or may not change, mm-hmm. but you are now leading by example and you are now teaching people through boundaries how to love you better. So then you're showing up re- in your relationships without all of that resentment and yeah. unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And you're allowing people to love you properly because you finally love yourself and respect yourself properly. Yeah. Yeah. I think having like creating some healthy boundaries was like huge because when you're a people pleaser, you don't, you don't have boundaries. You just like someone phones or you just, you just decide, Oh, I'm going to do this for someone. And then they'll like me so much better. And then I'll be invited and blah, 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 you know, like it spirals. And then, yeah, once you have some boundaries, those, those narratives and those stories that you create in your head, like they just disappear. You know, I, I saw a quote, read a quote sometime just this past week, and it was about boundaries. And it was about like, when you create boundaries, it allows people like it shows them the door in like boundaries don't like keep people out, but it shows them, yeah, a way to, to be a part of your life in, in a healthy way. And it's an invitation. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So going through that transition was it was hard because like there's an immense amount of guilt that comes with that right guilt and shame like oh I'm not I'm not a good enough friend or um I'm not a good enough like piano teacher or I'm not a good enough like service provider anymore and people are seeing that but you know like it really helped me become in alignment with myself and then because I was doing serving myself finally then I was able to like, my family is like my number one, you know? So then I'm able to, to be a better wife. I'm able to be a better mom um, in like terms of being present and in terms of like wanting to take care of them too. Like I still get lots of time to myself. I still do things for me, but like my family is like my driving force. Like I want to create a healthy, healthy life for them and healthy habits for them. And you can't do that unless you're, like, healthy yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So many things. And I think I'm really happy that you brought that up, like, the guilt and shame. Because I think everyone's like, oh, self-love and all of the things and take care of yourself. But what they don't talk about is when you start pouring into yourself, um, you're going to start. That coming up. Like all the other feelings that come up out of that. Yes. And you you have to process those feelings too. Like, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and they're legit. And, and the thing is, is you're breaking a habit, you're breaking your old lifestyle. So now you're also grieving. So you feel shame, you're guilty, Mm -hmm. and you're grieving once what, like, once was. Because the thing is, is once you start um, prioritizing yourself, the universe starts cutting people off for you so that it creates space and opportunities for what is actually meant for you but in that in that place of like outgrowing um occupations and friendships and relationships and all of the things in that space you're like I'm losing everything this is not worth it and I don't I did not sign up for this and I love I love my life I love my comfort zone I can't leave it like And then Mm -hmm. you'll start going back to your old patterns. And it's just kind of like, I just felt like it was like kind of this like bouncy ball. Like it was like the highs and the lows and the highs and the lows. And then eventually you're just like, okay, enough. Like 
in order for something to change, I need to change. Yeah. And like have those healthy boundaries around it, you know, because yeah, yeah, I feel like I started to create these healthy boundaries in in what I would call healthy boundaries for myself and my family. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, after a few days, then, oh, you know, this came back in and it's like, oh, is this like, is that a sign that like, oh no, that's supposed to stay in my life? Or is it a sign that like, I still have some more work to do around that particular scenario and I have to let, like, keep working to let that go. And so a lot of journaling, a lot of meditating, exercising, honestly, getting outside and walking was like, is so therapeutic. And Mm -hmm. it's so present when you're outside doing things like that. So I was able to process a lot of things doing things like that you know going for a walk didn't cost me any money Mm -hmm. and probably took an hour of my time and with things coming back in your life and you're like oh is this a lesson or is this meant to be like the more time you spend within yourself the easier it is to know that like is this Mm -hmm. bot is this for me is this not like like for me um my body usually tells me like I'm like oh this doesn't feel good and mm-hmm. sometimes the self-sabotaging version of Kaylin comes up and is like, well, we're going to do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, I'm like, oh, you knew that wasn't for you. And then the guilt and the shame gets piled on. And usually when that happens and I just repeat the same cycle, like, oh, you're not worthy. So just keep fucking up your life. But yeah. the healthier I've become in prioritizing and loving and respecting myself and seeing my own worth, I'm like... Okay, so sometimes it feels good to be bad and like, yes, I can self-sabotage here, but I know what's going to come and is that worth it? Like, Mm -hmm. why do I keep denying myself what is actually meant for me? And it's because like, I just, I really just was so scared of being happy and this quality of life that I am living right now doesn't feel real. Like, And nor do I believe that I deserve it multiple, like most of the time, right? So it's been a lot of grieving of what is or what was. And, and since I have let go of so much shit that doesn't serve me, like I have been rewarded with so much stuff that lights my soul on fire. And, and it's hard to get through that, that hardship, but I wouldn't have traded that traded this life that I have now for anything like um I could still be living in the same place that I was with the same people that I I was with and like all of the things or I could be here like fully alive and loving my Uh, life yeah Uh, someone asked me like about you the other day and Mm -hmm. um, I had like just filled them in on how great things were going and you know how like authentic you were living and I was just like I don't have another person in my life that just has like let everything go and just like hops on a plane and goes and I know there's so much more than just like just hopped on a plane like you know but um I I think I had used the term like she's getting everything she deserves and they Mm -hmm. kind of stopped and they said you know isn't that interesting because usually when that phrase is said that's meant in a negative way yeah But like when you can flip that and be like, she is getting everything she deserves or like I am living in like my true self and my an alignment and authenticity that I am getting everything I deserve, you know? And so, and I think you can flip like that positive, like negative to positive with that phrase, like, whew, that's, that's pretty amazing. Doreen, you're you're breaking me here. How many times do you say, I'm going to crack, crack that person? I know. And I'm like, I just, I don't usually like, emotions are good. They're leaking from my eyeballs right now. (laughs) And okay, so going back to that, like, thank you so much for saying all of that. And I I receive it and it's, it's hard to receive and understand that I'm where I am. Mm -hmm. But I think that something that pops into my mind is like, but what did I do to deserve this? Like, that's been a question that I've been asking myself since I moved to New Zealand. Like, why was I afforded this opportunity? Like, why me? Just like little old Kaylin from Settler, Alberta that didn't have that big of a worldview. Like, why me? And I think 
Um, I don't think it's because of anything. I I, I think that, okay, well, there's a lot of things going on in my brain here. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I, I think because you were putting all of these things in your path, like you've been working on yourself for however long, you know, and it's, it's part of your journey. Like this isn't your destination, right? This is like, it's all a part of your journey. And so you're just right here right now. Like you have so much more that is going to happen for you because you're, you're mm-hmm. allowing it to happen too. Yeah. That's a, thank you. That, I think you're telepathically in there clearing <laughs> all these mumble jumbled thoughts. Um, I think that when I when I think deserve, I think it's like a prize. Like, you know, Keelan deserves to go to New Zealand and like she wins. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I I that's not proper. Like I think we all deserve an amazing quality of life that fulfills our soul. And what that looks like to me is completely different to you, Doreen. And just because mm-hmm. you didn't quit your life and jump on a plane doesn't mean you're not living in alignment and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think that that's yeah, where it's stuck in this comparison game of just being like, well, I'm not doing it like Keelan did. So therefore, I'm less than like, no, 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 no. If Doreen mm-hmm. quit her life, jumped on a plane and moved to New Zealand, I'd be like, this what? is not in alignment with you. <laughs> Yeah. back to your family man <laughs> you are a homebody dream <laughs> yeah like um, yeah everyone everyone's path looks so different yeah, everyone's alignment th- is so different what drives them yeah and I think that you know I've struggled with that word deserve because like you said it's so it was so negative but like and and I think I do kind of have a pretty positive mindset in the sense, or maybe it's like an avoidant mindset, I don't know, where I just like tend to forget all of the bad things and be like, da-di-da-di-da. But when mm-hmm. you really sit with yourself and think about, oh my God, like I have done the deep healing. And I didn't really plan to do it. It just kind of fell into my lap, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. with different modalities and the right people coming in my life at the right time and just the willing to do it, I think is what, yeah, like the want, the want, yeah, like I just always had this lingering thought in my life where, or in my mind that I'm like, there's got to be more to life than just suffering, there's Mm got to be more, like there, this, this can't be my life, you know, like I can't stay in this victim mode, I can't stay suffering, like, you know, And you see those glimmers like throughout your day or your week, you know, Mm -hmm. like where it feels so good. And so you're like also chasing that high too. So that helps propel you to continue on. It's like, oh, I can feel like this regularly. It's not just like a little, a glimmer, you know? Yeah. But it's also uncomfortable, right? Like, Mm -hmm. well, because a lot of people view that as being selfish. Yes. You're being selfish for doing this. You're you're not people pleasing anymore. You're focusing on yourself. And so then people think you're being selfish. And yeah. that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. Everyone is allowed to do what they feel is right for them. Absolutely. And definitely learned that this year. Because even when I moved here, I was like, oh my God, I don't deserve to be here. Like so-and-so would would do such a me- better job at this than me. Like so-and-so needs to come and see this. Or like, you know, I was constantly thinking about the people that I love so much and being like, it should be them, not me. Like, why am I here? You know? And it's like, because this is your journey, Kaylin. Like stay on your own goddamn path and just enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, stay in your own lane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard though. And yeah, so- summarizing what I'm trying to say is like there is no right way or wrong way to do it just Mm -hmm. I just I think as soon as you put out to the universe hey I'm willing to feel a different way I'm willing to leave the suffering please show me the path out and it's I'm not saying that I did that it's so exhausting to try and search for something that is not meant for you exactly so like I think that listening to podcasts and you know following inspirational people and everything that's great and and it might plant a seed Mm -hmm. 
for you. It might start your journey, but know that it's not going to look exactly like anyone else's. Yeah. And I think about all of the people that got me to where I am today. And like, it took a team. This was a group effort. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, it's not just don't praise one person. They're not the end all be all like be like, oh man, I've just, I've had such phenomenal people in my life and I put them on a pedestal and then I got disappointed when I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. like you're not exactly what I thought you were. But really what that shows is now you've outgrown them and Mm -hmm. that's amazing. They got you to the next step. Yeah. Keep on going. Well, and I think something we've talked about so many times is like, everyone comes into your life for a season, a reason or a life. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think, I feel like growing up, you feel like those people you're connected to at a young age, you just, your world is so small then. So you just can't imagine your life without them. And so then when things you, you grow and evolve and, and learn different things and people slowly start filtering out of your life, like there's, you know, definitely feelings of like grief or you feel like you've done something wrong or, you know, like you can create all these narratives that go along with it. But like, I think that phrase helped me the most. And, you know, like I'm not for a lifer for everybody either, you know, season, reason or life. And um, that, that phrase helped me a lot throughout the last few years for sure. And it just, that helped me live more in alignment with myself and understand like to take those feelings of guilt away for maybe not being as present with, with people or scenarios or situations or like work, you know, like it's okay to set some things aside. It's okay to let some things go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think the phrase that helped me so much, definitely that one. And also, um, the opinions of others are none of your business. Like mm-hmm. that has been the past five years. That yeah. has just been so close to my heart because it's like not it's everyone saw me moving to New Zealand as a good thing. And mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yep. Because that's their stuff that they need to work through that they're trying to project on me. And yeah. they're trying to keep me small and continue mm-hmm. to serve them. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. And also just be careful who you take advice from too. Like if you're taking advice from someone and you look at their life and you want your life to look nothing like theirs. Yeah. Probably shouldn't. No need to listen. Yeah. Probably shouldn't. Yeah. That's where those boundaries come up, you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, there's something, oh yes. And, and I think the other thing that I wanted to say is like, I think a lot of people get on this hamster wheel and just keep on trying to chase happiness, but they get nowhere. And I think it's because they're prioritizing everything that they think they should. So like, let's take you as an example, how you said, you know, like your piano students and all of the things, like you love all of the things that you do, but your Mm -hmm. main priority is your family. And I think oftentimes we prioritize our income or other people. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, why am I not fulfilled? Well, because your core value, the thing that is the most important to you, the ball of your family has been dropped. Yep. And then you're not in alignment with yourself. Yeah. And you're like, well, easy for you to say, like, I gotta, I gotta feed people, I gotta keep people alive, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was always like, how much money can you make doing this? Because this needs to be paid and we need to do this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I had to make a hard change a few years ago in regards to my piano business um, and decide not to travel to a community who was so open, so loving, so appreciative of having me come to them. But it was it was burning me out. And it wasn't anyone in particular. It was just the point of life we were in. Like I I would try to get there and my body literally would not let me get there. And, um, yeah, I had, once I had said it out loud, like, this is not right anymore. Like, it's not feeling good anymore. I'm not looking forward to going and these things keep happening. And then like your body knows and, and nothing bad was happening. It was fine, but it was just reached the point where I just needed to not 
travel anymore to do that. And, you know, those families were so amazing. They were so understanding, so compassionate. And like about a third of them come to me now. Mm. So, you know, it, it all works out, you know, the sun still came up the next day and everything was still fine. Like you, you, it just figures it out for you, you know? Um, but the universe had just put that into my path where it was like, okay, like how much more do we need to put this signal out to you before you start like realizing it? Mm -hmm. And then that's just been a nice, easier transition, like with my family too. And I think like, I'm, I'm really lucky. I have a really supportive husband. I have really supportive kids, um, that have seen me change and we we talk about things so much like whether or not they want to talk about it I definitely talk about a lot of things and I get eye rolls and stuff but like they're still so supportive like they just want what's best for for me too so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm incredibly lucky and grateful for that too that's definitely helped yeah I don't I don't I struggle with people that's that say that they're lucky like I think that I think you deserve this too, Doreen. Mm. Like, like you didn't just draw your husband's name out of a hat and be like, well, lucky me. I got the good one. You know, you, you guys have worked on your relationship, your marriage, you've grown together. And same with your sons. Like you weren't just like, oh, good. I got two good ones. You raised them. Yeah, you're right. You put the work in. And I think that like oftentimes people just, listen to podcasts and stuff or like even maybe look at my life and be like oh it was so easy for her like she just could pick up and leave like Mm -hmm. no it it wasn't and I'm not (laughs) lucky I've there's been so much work and so many tears but I chose to do that work I chose to my heart like everything you do in life is going to be hard whether you stay Mm -hmm. stuck in your comfort zone doing shit that doesn't serve you that's hard whether you get the help and start working towards a fulfilling life, that's hard. Choose your heart. And it's Mm -hmm. not luck. Like you work every single day. Getting to know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just always comes back to that. Um, I think one of the things that helped me like within this past year, the most was learning about human design a little bit and understanding like how I am made up and, you know, people can go and look up human design like that That might be another podcast but um like understanding like my human design is called a projector and so as a projector I have these gifts and I have these talents um and I need to feel seen but with that comes I I can't just walk somewhere like walk into a group and just be be there and be welcomed like it's like I need an invitation everything about me is being invited and like once those exact words came through like that made so much sense because my whole life has been like that and then it just allows me not to force things so if I haven't received an invitation to something I know it's not meant for me and it also allows me to look at invitations that I do receive and think, is this sitting right? Like, do I want to be here? Do I want to go to that? Do I feel like that's like what's best for me in this moment? And it gives me like the choice. Mm-hmm. Where before I would have like latched on, been there 10 minutes early and just like, you know, tried to be in there and it would have felt so wrong in my body. Yeah. And I think that it takes like the personal shit out of it, right? Like, Okay. What I mean by that is like, if you're not invited, it's not because you're less than or people Mm -hmm. like you less. It's because it's truly just not meant for you. Yeah. And and that's okay. And, and I love that when you get an invitation, you're like, how does this feel in my body? Because when we live for society, it's like, well, you have to go. You live in a small town. You have to make an appearance. It'd just be weird if you didn't go. But you're like, Okay, but if I show up because I just feel like I have to go, people are going to feel that. And there's no point of me being there. Whereas if I show up and I'm like genuinely excited and I want to be there, then Mm -hmm. genuine conversations and connections can occur. 
and yeah. I can show up with resentment without resentment. Without, yeah, absolutely. And that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it feels so good when you know that the places you are in um, just welcome you, you know, with open arms and you can sit around that table. And when you leave, you know that it's just full of like love and support. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and lots of laughter, you know, like our group that we have. And like, I don't want to be like our group, like it's exclusive, but like by any means, you know, but we just all have this really great, beautiful connection full of, you know, just lo lots of love and light. And I think the whole thing is just, there's just no judgment. We're just all allowed to be who we are. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And there's no, I think that the biggest thing is that there's no expectations. Like mm -hmm. since I moved, I've talked to, I haven't talked to two of, like, I've barely talked to two of the girls and then the other few girls are just, like, here and there when I feel called to, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's not like I have to call them. Yeah. I have to do these things. There's no expectations. It's like, hey, I was thinking about you. What's happening? And then yeah. we catch up. Yeah, and, and you just continue on where you left off. Totally. And if I call them and they don't call me back, I'm like, hmm, not the right timing moving yeah. on you know yeah. like there's so like much there's, freedom in that so much there's freedom. no yeah and there's no games there's no nothing it's just drama free and it's just like yeah I don't know it's just there's no um narrative easy. that you're creating in the back of your head that like they must be doing something without me well like clearly because you're in New Zealand but like yeah there's just none of that I think it's because nope. it's a secure attachment and it goes back to like well and I think each of us are so secure in ourselves yeah you know so yeah and I think that if it's just like I think I'm at the point right now where if someone that I that I love and respect was like um you know what Kaylin time's up I just I'm moving on I'd be like oh okay <laughs> because I don't need people you know what I mean like like, I think I've had those people in my life where I'm just like, I'd be so lost without you. And I can't, I can't do this life without you. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't have any of those relationships left in my life. And, um, and like with you and I, it's just like, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to get this point across, but it's, I just, <laughs> it's free, right? Like, yeah. I would be so sad if we weren't friends. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, that that season is up, making space for the next person. And it's just yeah. like that you don't you're not loving out of fear anymore. And mm -hmm. you're not creating these relationships out of like desperation. Yeah. It is true and it's genuine. And like you want the best for that person, even if it's not you. And you. that's okay. And yeah. and it's just it's like it's I don't know, it's just different it's so beautiful I'm like we're yeah. healthy we're healthy yeah exactly <laughs> and I think it just allows like if you get hung up on something that you're not um at then it just allows more opportunities for other things to come to you you know and I think not taking things personally with relationships mm -hmm. And understanding that, like, the majority of people, um, like, they're just trying to deal with their own stuff, too. And so, you know, it's really easy to take it from a viewpoint of, like, oh, they must not like me, or they, I must have did something I probably shouldn't have said this last time we were together. You know, there's just so many narratives that can happen that you can create that just like aren't even the case at all and so it's just like it's a it's a point of like growth it's a point of maturity and like just trusting that whatever is meant for you is it's going to find you like it always does mm -hmm. so forcing it, forcing things just is not um not a healthy thing at least for me yeah same and you can feel that too. You can feel when people are forcing it mm -hmm. and when people genuinely want to be around you. And again, don't take that personally. It's just like, oh, well, why are you mm -hmm. here? Like, if you truly don't want to be here, don't be here. Like, mm -hmm. I got this. Like, I, I've said this all my life. Like, I would rather do things by myself and fully embrace them and enjoy them 
versus bringing someone along that's like, well, I didn't want you to do this alone, but I don't actually want to be here. But like, you're bringing me down. Stay the fuck home. You know, like, let me do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that that's that's the same thing as like anything, you know. Well, and I think, you know, that's creating like a healthy boundary, Mm -hmm. you know, that and maybe that person might not look at it that way, but that's allowing them to do some reflection on themselves and see like, oh yeah, you're right. That really, I really don't want to be here. Like Mm -hmm. I really just need to go home and like do this, or maybe I need to exercise or maybe I need to go just have a bath. Maybe I just need some sleep. Like, And, and maybe you need to work through your relationship of being like, why do you feel obligated to be there for other people? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, despite of your own preferences too. Like, yeah. Um, Oh gosh, you said something earlier and I wanted to touch on it. Mm. We've talked about a lot of stuff. (laughs) Um, Okay. It will come to me. Mm, Probably at two in the morning tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's gone. But okay, Doreen, any last thoughts? This is went by so fast. Has it been an hour? <laughs> oh my gosh, it has. That <laughs> to go by fast. Oh, any last thoughts? Oh, I think like being at the point in the my journey, um, and if I'm looking back to the start of my journey, just yeah, doing something small for myself, recognizing that I want to change, that I don't want to feel the way I felt um, about like friendships or um, relationships or how commu- I was communicating with people or lack of communicating, just wanting to have a little bit more and just starting small. You know, I think I touched on earlier, just you can do a two minute meditation you can do um, a two-minute journal and just just start small and, I don't know, go for a walk, be present and just listen to yourself and just see what feels right in your body. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, once you break down some of those barriers and have some like healthy boundaries, then the people that are going to be attracted to you for friendships, relationships, whatever, you know, like work opportunities, it's just really amazing how much comes to you when you free yourself up and open yourself up. Thank you. It came back to me. When you leave the table after, you know, you've a social gathering and you're like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said this or they're probably judging me or any of the things like check in with those people. Like, because it's amazing once I started doing this and I like, I'll call them up and be like, Hey, like, this is really keeping me up at night that I said this and I'm so sorry like that this is actually what I meant and they're like what I did that didn't even phase me I'm like yeah. okay so it's it's my own insecurity it's just trying to eat me alive cool I think yeah. that that's really built my confidence too and it's it's hard to have those conversations and it's scary but at the same time it's just like proving to your brain see people don't actually like you know internalize the same things as you Mm -hmm. exactly and it's all perception like we've all had very different lives so the very different things are going to trigger us and when Mm -hmm. we are triggered it's important for us to be like you know hey Doreen that joke that you said it it just crossed a line for me Mm -hmm. and I just I'm just letting you know it made me feel uncomfortable and um you know I'm not I'm not upset or anything it's just like that's my line like please don't cross it like oh wow okay cool I I'm so sorry I didn't even think of that like obviously that's triggering to you and I'll never bring it up again all right Mm -hmm. awesome yeah and you just move on it's like wow if only we learned in school how to properly communicate and love each other (laughs) (laughs) I know it's it's very simple things things. yeah Yeah. very simple things and so yeah I think that that's important in relationships too to not internalize things and hold on to them like as it comes up be like whoa what did you mean by this or am I Mm -hmm. am I understanding this properly or help me understand that or what what do you mean like tell me more yeah that's been very helpful to me and I think that that is my toxic trait of just being like um I like to 
marinate in things and <laughs> avoid them yeah and then eventually bring it up when it's like too late in the sense yeah. of like I'm already ready to explode yeah yeah absolutely so that's something that I've been working on in my relationships is being like as soon as it happens speak my truth unless I do need some time to like be like oh this is coming out of anger I need some time to cool yeah. down and say I what I actually say. mean yeah have There's like a little cool off period and see if it still is bothering you the next day you know yeah, yeah. but I think but, with me now I used to I used to be that way too like oh I said this I shouldn't have said it I'm gonna apologize blah 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 um and now I just kind of like yep I said it you know like it is what it is. I guess mm -hmm. if I said it, then it was also meant to be. It doesn't mean that I don't use a filter or like not think before I speak, but mm -hmm. I feel like I try to be pretty intentional with my words. I'm not perfect. You know, mm -hmm. I never will be. I will never always, you know, and I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, just like some people aren't my cup of tea. And that's okay. Like everyone's allowed to be who they are and everyone's allowed to grow and learn at their own pace. So, Absolutely. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's beautiful things um the other thing that comes up in our conversations a lot and then we'll end this is I think a huge learning process for both of us correct me if I'm wrong but is like learning to appreciate people exactly as they are and drop our expectations yeah yeah meeting people where they're at is uh is huge I don't know that that's a different that's another topic <laughs> just I know it just popped <laughs> in my head though because yeah. it's so important in relationships mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it requires like pausing pausing before you speak pausing before actions it, it helps when you um kind of keep that in the forefront of your mind to pause and then respond Whereas I used to react very quickly and I still do. We have our days. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm not perfect, but you know, it's, it's that response with kindness instead of just reacting out of anger or being defensive. Yeah. So that shows me like I've had a lot of growth with things, um, situations, conversations. Yeah. That have come up. Um, and it really is nice because then you know what, when you meet someone where they're at, then they feel seen mm -hmm. and then they know it's okay that they can be themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's just all we're trying to do. Like, you know, we just want everybody to be themselves. We don't want people to hide. We don't want them to have to do all this inner child work when they're older. Like, you know, so many of us are doing, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, those are pretty powerful words there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that like, I might've mentioned it on my podcast before, on the podcast before, maybe it was the Christmas podcast. Can't remember, but um, it was especially helpful for me with my family. I've just really, yeah, coming, yeah, meeting them where they're at and knowing that even though I see so much potential and I think that their life should be completely different, it's their journey. And that, mm -hmm. that level of like disconnection, right? Like where you are not responsible for anyone but yourself is really cool. Like, I'm like, Ooh, you know, I personally wouldn't choose that, but obviously this is part of your journey mm -hmm. and you need mm -hmm. to do what you need to do. And I'll love and support you through it. But no, I don't agree with your choice, but I still appreciate you. You know, yeah. it's it's very interesting. Like, like there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dynamics in my family and there's a lot of things where we have very differing views and beliefs on very different topics. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, but when I put myself in your shoes and understand from your level of understanding, like once I get to you. I'm like, I understand why you would think this way. Doesn't mean yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But I still can respect you. Yeah. And I appreciate you for where you're at right now. Yeah. And I've said that a few times 
in conversations like this, you know, I don't, I don't agree with you. This is my view on things. It doesn't mean we still can't be friends. Mm -hmm. You know, we're allowed to have different views. We're allowed to feel different things. And that's what makes the world go round. Everybody can't think the same all the time, but we can, we can still be friends. There's so many other things that we do enjoy about each other or, you know, so it's it's so important I should I should do it more often (laughs) it's tricky because I think once you um I don't know it's just opening your mind Mm -hmm. that everyone else is allowed to think differently and act differently and make different choices and once you understand that yeah that's that's them let them do them Mm -hmm. it's hard Mm -hmm. but it's good yeah yep and I think it's a pretty normal reaction to always want to um, try to have people see things the same way as you, you know, but then it gets boring. Life gets boring if you agree all the time. This is true. And you don't really learn anything then. No, you need those mm-hmm. people that challenge your thinking in life. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep. And, and you challenge theirs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone has different things they bring to the table. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Doreen, we finally did it. We got together. <laughs> we recorded a podcast episode. You I are can't a believe freaking it. podcast. <laughs> it went by so fast, Caitlin. <laughs> it did. It did. Um. So thank you so much for being on here. And uh, thank you all for stripping with us and stay weird. <laughs>